Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation here, including Ruby, which we'll be getting into right now. I'm Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Delaney Stovall. Hey, y'all. And Sarah Potter. Hello. Uh, back for Ruby. Yep, I'm Ooh. back. Couldn't stay away. It's chapter nine of volume seven of Ruby. Uh, as above, so below. Worst title, quite possibly. No, 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 ever. don't say that, Delaney. There's definitely a worse title. That no, no, I think this is it. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna plant my flag in the sand right now. So, this but is did you know title. that this is apparently a, a saying, like an occult oh, saying? Oh God, I hate no, it. it is, it is, and it's annoying. This okay, is too. so it makes it worse. Gotcha. It does make it worse. Um, I had not heard of this saying, but uh, yeah, you do. You see, do you understand though that Atlas is like above mantle? <laughs> What? It's Do you like, mean like they literally just said that in the episode? Like, <laughs> times? Don't forget, Atlas floats in the sky. I got it, guys. Yeah, it's did a- you remember that, Atlas? <laughs> I got it. Oh, my God. This is what I was missing, but we're back. So, uh, yeah, thanks, Beatrice, for those the last two. But then we're here. I'm back for the, for the no- very notable episode, and make sure you've seen this one. Uh, OverlyAnimated.com for Ruby Podcasts um, and a bunch of other shows that we cover. Uh, yeah, spoiler again, spoiler warning, but let's get into it. Delaney, walk me through all your reactions because a lot happened this episode. Get wrecked, Jock. Yes, <laughs> that's a main, that's a main one. Uh, Weiss is great. Um, okay, I know like a lot happened in this episode, but I kind of didn't care about like any of it. Okay. I don't know, like. Oh, can we stop having episodes where we just have meetings in a room? <laughs> like it's so boring, but. So we finally told Ironwood, and that went well, so that's a thing. Um, kind of, a, I mean, it was, cli- I think they were playing it for, you know, to be climactic that Ironwood, like, told everybody, but then it, like, wasn't really, I don't know. Because, obviously, we're getting to the end, but it feels like it's coming very slowly. Yeah. So I'm not really sure kind of what's going on. Uh, Weiss is great. Weiss is like, Boom! She just lawyered her dad. It was awesome. And then Winter was like, yes, wise. So that was good. Everything with that's great. Yeah. Um, Whitley's going to be evil and do something sketchy. So that's that's something. Yeah, your favorite. Uh, I know. I love Whitley. He's great. Oh, my God. Um, Neo was in this episode for no reason. So that was, <laughs> that was something. It was a reveal. They're back. Ooh, guess. They're back. Yeah, we're going to talk about it. Okay. Yeah, I have a lot to say about that. But now my feelings are get wrecked, Chuck. Get wrecked, Chuck. Okay, that's that's good. That's good thoughts. That is, I would say, that's the headline of the episode, or the main thing that happens is Chuck got wrecked. Okay, Uh, Sarah, what's your reactions to as above, so below? Uh, Why did you say that again? You didn't have to say the title of the episode. Not important. Okay, I hate it. Um, I hate Chuck. Just like completely went out of character to get wrecked and I'm kind of fine with it because it means we're moving on with the plot finally. Mm. Um, There were some cool moments, like little things. I liked, okay, I liked this in a bad way. I liked Weiss asking, can I do this when she arrested her dad? Because I'm like, yeah, Weiss, same. Can you do that? I don't know. Like the show didn't tell us if she could. They just like moved along. I still don't know if she could. I'm do pretty that. sure Huntsman just can't arrest people in her, but I, I guess they're yeah. registered in Atlas, so maybe, yeah, maybe since they're maybe, yeah, maybe she could do that. But the show, okay, like, so like, are there police? Like, who knows? 
the show literally did this thing where they're like, we're going to lampshade this thing that the audience doesn't know about. And then they didn't follow up with what they can actually do. What is- you can't lampshade things we don't <laughs> yeah, actually <laughs> understand. Can they arrest Grimm? This is the important question. Yeah. Can they? Maybe they can. <laughs> yeah, aren't Huntsman- You broke Hunts- the law. Hunts- Huntsman's main purpose is to arrest Grimm in a way, isn't it? But no, yeah. you're you're right. It's like they're making a joke that it's like, um, oh, uh, it's unclear, but the audience knows the answer. But no, we don't really know. No, we don't. You, know. you need to you need to clarify. Are the Huntsman police? Are the Huntsman just like? I I before this point, I'd never thought that the hunt, Huntsman could arrest. Yeah. people. I didn't think they. Well, they my thing was that. like, I like how they're like, you have to have a license to kill Grimm because that makes sense. No, no, that makes no sense, the lady. You need a That's license. what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Like they were like, "Oh, now you have your license." Okay. Like, what does that mean? Okay, we're sidetracked. Continue with the other okay. parts of the episode. Okay, <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> I hate this episode because it has so much stupid stuff in it. Yes. Just like I'm glad we're out of the party one because it means we might be getting fights the next few episodes. Like I kept saying, like I hope we're really just like backloading all the fights and it seems like we're doing that because it seems like we have no space left for any amount of like talking anymore which saying that out loud means we're definitely gonna have just purely talking next week and i hate it but i'm hoping that we just fight next week and we finally just get cool fight scenes and music and maybe anybody like being nice to each other but i am so I am so bad about the Bumblebee stuff in this episode, mm. and I am, like, seething with anger right now. Oh, I like it. That is the best type of Ruby podcasting, is when you're seething with anger, as we often I am, like, are. Which is, like, which is every podcast, yeah. because Ruby sucks. Like, I, ah, I, I can't. I can't. <laughs> like, like, we, I, I, like I don't that. think it's time to talk about it yet, but I'm, like, so mad. I'm so mad about this. I thought they were going to hold hands, and they didn't. Yeah, I was like, Why they were supposed to. They did the hetero one, and then they went to the... They went to the gays. It's like, yeah. nah, we can't do that with the gays. Are you perhaps so mad because there's maybe 10 ships presented this episode and Bumblebee is like not even in the top 10 of most screen yes. time? They're not even on, they're not even like a ship in this episode. I mean, they have that meaningful look. I don't they, know they what's going on. Other. Did yeah. they have a fight? Like, what the heck, guys? Red and Dora hold hands. Bumblebee look at them. And then they do nothing about it. Oh, yeah. that I was also in a No, they're not having a fight. The episode just doesn't care about showing them this yeah. time. They need to build up to it. Also, look, I don't understand why we had to hold Ren's hand. We go and fight Grim all the time, guys. I guess because Ren has been angry about stuff in the past. Um, we did this arc about Ren and Nora are on the same page. I don't know. Well, I don't no, no, really no. Care. Ren's trauma is that his village was, quote unquote, saved from Grim by Huntsman. But they didn't help any of the villagers. They just hunted the huntsmen. And so his job is like, we got to help people and not actually just kill Grib for spud. Okay. Um, that's like, that's that's the entire... My Nora. job happened in season four because no one remembers. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it, but... Well, my no, own... but my thing is, that's not even what happened, though. Like, everyone died. I know. I know, lady. I'm just like, that's what they're trying okay, okay, to do. Okay, okay, okay. What I was going to say was, uh, good, but that's the end of our Red and Nora discussion. Moving on. Yeah, for the entire For the, the entire podcast. <laughs> for the... Yeah, they hold hands. It's nice. Okay, is that, so we'll get back into the Bumblebee anger. I like that. We, I always want to tap into host anger on our Ruby I, podcast. I think, I think you should just go, Dylan. Like, I'm just going to be mad if you yeah, can tell. Yeah, I'm going. Okay. Um, I mean, I'm very angry at a lot of parts of this episode, but I'm also extremely happy at a few things. Like, my biggest I, – so I, I will say I like this episode less upon rewatch, so I'm not going to say it's amazing. But when I was watching it after the last two weeks, 
I was just very upset with this show, very bored and very done with the plot. This week, I am saying my reaction was, thank God, the biggest sigh of relief I've had in Ruby. The plot has finally come, like, after nine episodes, they finally figured out who Watts was. That's the show had been trudging along in the stupidest, like, okay, I shouldn't say stupidest. I personally really, really hated this, like, Watts mystery plotline, like, and focusing on Tyrion and, and, and Watts behind the scenes. And this episode, we finally coalesced that. Um, I think that that stretch of eight episodes trudging through that plotline is like one of the slowest stretches in Ruby history. And yes, I know volume four exists. So I'm very happy to be past that. Um, Yeah. does it feel like we did this for a reason even? Like, it doesn't seem like we got anywhere from doing I this. I really think they could have done this in two ep- literally two episodes. Yeah, well, and also so they're literally like, he's supposed to die. And then they don't talk about it anymore. And I'm like, this is stupid. It's, it, the, yeah. the, the reveal just uh, justifies my feelings about how bad of a mystery that was. But I'm very happy to be past it. The other big thing is Neo and Cinder back at the end of this episode was such a sigh really for me because I was so Drama. upset at the show for sidelining them this season. Like I was there going into this episode, there are three things that needed to happen to prevent the biggest Ruby rant you'll ever hear at the end of the season. Like I was, I'm the, the I was going to go off on this three things needed to happen. And one and a half of them happened this episode. So this is like big progress here. Neo and Cinder are back. That was one. They, it, I, if they just had them throughout, sprinkled throughout volume six, getting them to Atlas and then did not show them at all in this season, that would have been so terrible. But okay, we're holding it to reveal now. Fine. Good. Like that scene, it wasn't even particularly good on its own, but they're back. So I was so happy. Okay. The, the, the scene isn't good, but I care more about everything that happened in the scene than that anything scene, that I Watson cared so, Tyrion yeah, done. yeah. Oh God. Yes. They're so much better than Watson Tyrion. Yeah. So that, yeah, and then the other, the other thing that had half happened was the get the plot more interesting. And we're past the thing that was not interesting, so maybe we'll be interesting now. They jumped out of a, they jumped out of a, like a VTOL. It must be getting better, Dylan. This episode is, um, in some ways, the most nuts episode of Ruby <laughs> ever. Because so much happens, and some of it is so stupid. Like, is this the triptych of Ruby, Dylan? It is, and like this is the Rubiest Ruby episode. Like, and I say that really in like a, a, a neutral way. Like, I was gonna say I say that in a good way, but I don't really mean it like that. Like, there's like I do think this is the third best episode of the season behind the two that I'd mentioned before liking. Um, but I uh, like there's some that, and then and that's me like hating some stuff this episode just because like it moves and there is some stuff that I think is good. We'll get to it. I'm looking over the outline. Nothing's popping out of me. I'm sure we'll get to what I think is good. Um, but there's there's a. <laughs> there's it's just there's like there's one scene where they just decide to have everyone like flirting with each like except for bumblebee i i don't understand how this show went from we don't do romance to this episode presents 10 legitimate possible couples and it's it's it's, it's so crazy uh yeah um there's uh, we haven't even gotten to the most infuriating part but like yeah i i refuse to name it the main thing is at least things are happening here. That's this. I was very happy watching this episode because things were happening again. And I don't even particularly like most of them happening. It's so much better, even if bad things are happening, that things are happening. Okay. That's my Well, sentiment. especially like we keep, we kept having like random grim attacks. And so now we're finally like, yep, they're coming. They're coming. Yeah. We'd been, we'd also been building to a fight for a while and we hadn't gotten it. And now there's a uh, grim charging. Then we, we still don't get to the fight, but there's, they're here. They're, the, the grim are here at least. That's good. Um, okay. Uh, 
what's the headline here? Um, Jack, we're here. I think you just said it. That's the headline. No, I think the Jack stuff, and I do agree with Delaney that the parts of this episode that take place in a dining room are the worst parts. Um, it's better dining room stuff than we'd saw the last episode, but uh, it's reverse Cora. I just realized that it's like. <laughs> It's reverse Cora. And Cora is the talking point for me previously. Cora is the best dinner scenes. Like they just yes, cut somehow. the people talking around each other. This show does. Yeah, <laughs> it I does think it's actually like he's trying to do that, Dylan, and they're just not doing it. Um, I mean, I think so. Like, what happens here is fine. The problem is these characters are just talking about a plot that's not interesting, but they are finishing this plot. Um, yes. I'll say that. Like, also, as per usual, when the show isn't about. Team Ruby, the show falls flat. So, oh man, yeah. So I will say this episode mostly not about Team Ruby. Weiss is uh, somewhat in the spotlight. I think it's less than it seems. Like Ruby has some moments. Blake and Yang do not do anything. Correct. Um, yeah. So yeah. not the biz- biggest Team Ruby episode. Uh, Ironwood much more screen time. Uh, winter. Like we've gotten Game of Thrones. Like it's really irritating. Like I oh, don't yeah. care yeah. about the Aesops. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Okay, we'll get into the ASOPs no. here. Um, the yeah. So Jocks is Jocks is fall from grace, and he um gets arrested at the end. Um, Bye, after Jock. I didn't know it would be so easy as after watching last episode, as Weiss just brings in the video that her mom yeah, showed yeah, her and plays it. That was shocking to me. I wasn't prepared for that either. I was like, oh, we're just doing it right now. Okay. This is the le- this is the least convoluted solution Ruby has ever presented ever, to a problem. Ever. How is the show to, like they show Weiss watching a video and she just brings the video into the other what? This is so unruby like. I mean, I like it because it's so not convoluted. Like, I but... thought we were going to have to have like a whole episode where like they have to meet with Team Ruby and watch the video and then like <laughs> right? Like this could be 10 episodes for the show. Like yeah, she just brought it in. Like, well, I'm also shocked, too, that they, like, went ahead and they were like, we're going to tell Ironwood. Like, I was shocked that this happened in this episode. So I think that's another reason why this episode is satisfying. Like, I don't, like, I disagree with Dylan. I don't think this episode's, like, a great episode. Like, I don't think it's, like, awesome or anything. I don't think I said it was a great episode. I don't think Dylan said that. I, said, I did say it was the third best of the season. But, so. Okay, that's fair. But, like, I wouldn't even put it up there. But I don't know. Like, to be fair, the, the bar is very low for this season at the moment. But... I like so we get Jacques arrested and then we get Iron like Ironwood tells the truth and he tells everybody and they tell Ironwood so like I I do think this is like a nice little package and it's in episode nine what that never happens so this could have been the finale yes but uh yeah. <laughs> this is the Ruby like finale that sets up all the fighting like they do right. tend to do like i can't thing. believe it so we had weiss she bring she brings the video and it was like wow we figured all this out right now in this episode and then so i think it's not so much it's not like it's done well but it's just like i'm glad that it's happened now it's over it's over like i'm just glad that they decided to finish it now um, I think I'm going to recant on the third best episode. I'm going to put this at number four behind the, uh, <laughs> the episode six, episode three, and then I think five. I'll put five above this. That, that was the one where that was like three segments um, yes. stitched together. Because that I'm like the sad episode is just so much more well put together in this episode. Um, but well, maybe we'll talk through it more. Then we'll get there. Um, but yeah, no, Weiss just brings it in, and then Jock is Jock is finished, and that's it. And I did really enjoy Jock being like, <gasps> "It's great." Like you idiot. Yeah. 
Here's one of my uh, stupidest parts of the episode. So uh, this is not a low-key stupidest part of the episode. Weiss, uh, they're all like, Dr. Watts. And then the male counsel guy immediately among seeing Dr. Watts stands up and says, that's impossible. Dr. Watts died in the Paladin incident years ago. Which tells so us nothing. Stupid. I just like, this is... <laughs> It's the most Ruby thing ever. No, it's like, this is your reaction. Immediately stand up and yell this line upon seeing Dr. Watts. It's like, it's like, ten, it's like Tenzin. It's great. <laughs> that was a Tenzin line. That was a Tenzin line. But, oh my. this entire season to Korra. Oh my god. That... But Ruby wants to be Korra. And, really and maybe one day in volume 13 it will accomplish that. Um, I, they're trying to not be core in some ways, but uh, yeah, I, the, more I don't they, the more they try to not be, the more they are the bad parts of. But yeah, yes. it, um, yeah. So I hated that line. Um, but yeah, no, it's just Doctor Watts is in the open now, and then we rewatch the video, and here's predict uh, not not Loki, but one of the worst parts of the episode is we have to see the end of episode. I don't know which episode again. Again, three, two, yeah, it's so dumb for no reason. Doctor Watts says, uh, "Have your cake and eat it too." Okay, but um, I like how that is the that is what incriminates Jacques. That's it. Like that line, they're like <gasps> Jacques. And it's like, really? I had to listen to that line. Not, like, for the second time. Are you serious? There was no reason. Like, my thing is, like, so this is what's irritating to me about this episode. So it's not like I needed all of it rehashed, but they made the conscious choice to not show us, to not show us Ironwood telling everyone about Salem. But then they made us watch the entire video. Um, yeah. So I, there's some commentary in Discord I saw that was interesting about how like this ep- a lot of this episode is people seeing information that we've known already. This video is one part of it. Yeah. Um, like we had to watch the video again. So we they have to say the cake line, I guess, to reestablish the end of the episode. But it's just like anytime you end up saying your worst line of the season twice, it's like, yeah, I don't Bad. know what we're what, on here. Why did they do this? They could have just started the video from after the we had, but we see beyond where we saw it in the episode. So they yeah. keep going. And then, um, like we, we see him, the, the Watt says, uh, I'll win you the election if you give me your credentials. And right. that's it. And then there's a lot of talk about credentials and, um, all the credential stuff is like the type of thing this season, which I don't like, which is just like nitty gritty atlas hacking politics stuff. Um, also, it's stuff that like we don't care about at all and it doesn't matter. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It, it really like, doesn't. It doesn't matter how Watts turned the heat off, but he did. Though I did appreciate. The um, they did like the little nugget of when what whatever the dude comes in and uh, tells Jacques that, and Jacques's yeah. like, <gasps> like that was nice, and then like, that, that comes was back actually later. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah I thought I thought I think that was pretty good. Yeah, that guy had bunny ears, by the way, but you only he see them for you sure. see them. But I was like, I didn't notice the first time. The second time, I was like, you only saw that for point two seconds. Like, why did they? Sure. Why? Is, what's the purpose of having him that bunny ears if we don't show? I, feel like I mean, he, he was, the, he was in the last episode, Dylan. As he like the bunny was the waiter in the last episode too. Why do you remember that? I just because, I just rewatched we, the I last about episode. This with Beatrice today. in the um, last podcast. Okay, I I got only ten minutes in because that episode bored me so much I couldn't do it. Did you I'm miss sorry. the actual good part of the episode where Weiss talks to her mom? Um, I uh, I watched that. I wouldn't say that was the good part. That was a part of the episode. Yeah. Wow, we're gonna <laughs> fight if you were. We were gonna no, you, no. You complimented the uh, winter penny. I I agree. The winter penny scene was. was well, yeah, that was a good part, part of the episode. Yeah, Weiss's mom in this in this episode. Yeah, that doesn't really do anything. Okay, yeah. we we did it. I, I thought she was just gonna disappear for like 
forever again and i was kind of happy with that like keep her just like this distant like abused wife but then she comes back and it almost feels worse that she's there and she like has a chance to help whitley like she tells weiss to do it she just like nah i can't do that it's like i will say that was something that i don't enjoy where we're going with this yeah oh what what the abused whitley well yeah like i don't enjoy the like uh like how we're setting it up to be like at weiss Oh, Weiss needs to do it. Yeah, no, no, we talked about that. Like, I really like Whitley being set up as, like, a character. Like, he's a child. He's being abused. This is not, like, he's not a villain. He's just a victim. But, like, Weiss shouldn't be the person who has to do this because she's also a victim and also needs help. Yeah. Uh, I think now that Jock is arrested, I think the mom is free to get Whitley out of there, right? Like, yeah, yeah, but she doesn't. She has that opportunity and she does not. Well, you know, we cut away like that. We see him getting arrested and then we stop. I think, like, what, they're they're alone now. Like, it's not like Jock is immediately I mean, Whitley, like, runs away and she doesn't go after him. And, like, I think that's supposed to signify to the viewer. But again, this is Ruby, so who knows what <laughs> Who knows what's going on? This is what gets you frustrated enough to drop an F-bomb? Is like, the, this uh, Whitley? is it. This is Whitley? it. Just really? It's just built, it's built up. Yeah. yeah, we'll get up to Bumblebee. Okay, so... No, I, I almost cursed like four times before this and I stopped myself. Good, thank you. Uh, why, it was the, we said the cake line in the video. Um, look, so yeah, the why spring the thing in feels very convenient. I'm not complaining because it moved the plot along, but um, I would say... Well, the thing just, is, Ruby can do convenient things because normally everything is so convoluted that you're like, what is going on so this right. is fun i think it feel i think it's like frustrating because everything's so convoluted and this was so easy that it's just like why sometimes this sometimes this is well why did well i mean why did this take nine episodes yeah, why did but, <clears throat> yeah okay we'll get... so keep going um yeah and then they all figure out it's it's watts is behind it and watts has teamed up with Tyrion. um i i just feel like their reaction justifies my frustration with this mystery it's like it's they just it's one minute and they're past it and they're like okay Sure. Yeah, that's Watson, it. They're like, okay, you know, cool. Like, Watson, Tyrion are the enemy. And... Also, like, it feels really, like, it's not satisfying, really. Like, okay, one, Robin, I'm really irritated with this season and having, like, super convenient semblances for no reason. Like, it's dumb. Yeah. It's so dumb. And then, like, Robin's semblance is dumb. It's stupid. It's so Delaney, dumb. Delaney, but but it's tough, right? It's, uh, it's dumber. It's dumber. Why, wait, 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 they have to agree to it, Dylan. They have to agree to it. It's like... What do you mean? Wait, what do you mean they have to... Did she say they, you have to agree to it? No, no. You have to actually shake her hand. If you're not, it doesn't work. Um, I don't, don't you just need to touch them? And sh- I, think okay. she's, I think she's just a good person. I think okay. that's true. That also, true. like, Toph, her whole ability isn't, like... Just that. Toph actually is, like... She, like, understands the ticks for line. She can just figure it out. Right, there's, like, a physical explanation There's, behind. like, this whole thing yeah. for Toph. But like, this is stupid. No, I, this is not. Look, <laughs> also, I'm, I'm really offended that you were like, it's like Toph. Like, I'm mad at you now. Okay, it is anyway. though. It is. Yeah, it's not the same. That's not the same. Look, any semblance that's not a luck based semblance, I will not complain about from here. <laughs> this on, is so. stupid. Anyway, it's yeah. dumb. And then like, I'm be- I'm very upset that like, maybe we'll get a little bit more again. You know, at the right after the whole meeting was over, like everything went very quickly. But like, Robin's like, oh, okay. Like, I'm like, no, it's not, oh, okay. Just because now, like, oh, it's because Salem's bad. Like, like Robin has legitimate gripes. <laughs> and it's really irritating. Like, because, like, the show is doing this where it's like, you're not rooting for Robin. So now I'm curious, like, was the Blake Yang stuff just this one-off thing where they told Robin? 
Yeah. Or, like, it's so frustrating. Because, like, I thought that would be a really interesting plot line where we have, like, Blake and Yang go off and kind of, like, do stuff with Robin. Because, like, Robin is actually, like, unlike every other character that the Ruby characters have to deal with. They're not just some authority. Robin's not, like, this authority figure trying to manipulate all these children to fight the biggest evil in the world. Like, Robin's trying to do good in Mantle. And I thought that was going to be a really interesting plot line. And now it's like, Robin's like, oh, no, you're right. This is bad. And I'm like, Bleh. Yeah, it's like suddenly, now that we know about Salem, Robin's cause is diminished. Like, it better, she better... I will say, Robin is like... I had to specifically add her to the outline for this episode because she says a lot in this episode, but none of it really matters to the overall plot line. No. So, she's just exposition. Like she, she's just it's it's just like Robin's just there to like for because this character's the major part of this episode. She's just yeah. like she's just kind of there. So I do really hope that her and her gripes are like uh about like conditions and mantle and like, like mantle versus Atlas and then like, workers' like, rights like, and stuff. Like I right. hope that really matters for like the goal episodes. would be like because we can't have like surely to God, we're not gonna do this again for like the fifth time where Atlas falls, because that's annoying. So like we, you know, let's quote unquote, we win or like we, you know, fight them back enough. Like, it'd be great if, you know, Ironwood does lose his second seat on the council. If they kind of like restructure the government a little bit, they actually start doing good stuff for Mantle. Like, that would be nice if we actually like got somewhere. Um, <laughs> it, yeah, we we like saw the reform in. Uh, and that's in the Alice. thing, because like we haven't. So because the sh- ruby presents very interesting real world parallels the faunus and like the white fang and all of this it's really neat stuff and then they're like jk it doesn't matter anymore and i'm like darn it just explore it like we kind of we kind of get there a little bit with the faunus and the white fang like almost we're really close to it and then here it's like okay like i don't want you this to just like it can be a backdrop to, like, our big black plot. It's fine. But, like, we need to, like, do stuff with it. And it can't just be, like, this conflict. We need, like... Like, it'd be great if Robin actually does end up on the council. And then she actually, like, does really cool stuff. And, like, improves, you know, mantle. Yeah, yeah. If this is it for the Robin Happy Hunter stuff, then it was, like, not a good plot line. Because this plot line is not compelling. Like, that's the thing. Like, not not the Robin plot line. I mean, like, right now, like, I don't care about Salem. Like... We no, have this, always large, been this, is a, this is a larger discussion, yeah. But like, uh, it's you know, I I think this is kind of, this is actually like the problem with the season overall is they're like we can't kill Salem. I'm like okay, I don't care. Like, and it's one of those like we can't kill Salem. It is a big deal. I did feel that when we found that out the first like when we found that out, it was a big deal. But now it's we haven't gotten pat like we haven't done anything. It was all about like we can't tell Ironwood. Oh, now we're gonna tell Ironwood, and now. We're just stuck. Like, I don't care. Like, the status quo hasn't changed because of this whole thing. Right. It's still the same. Yeah. And we haven't told, because, like, Ironwood doesn't have any idea what to do. Like, imagine, like, they did this. Like, they told Ironwood, and Ironwood's like, I know. Like, he said, like, I know this, and I've already incorporated into his plan. Like, that would be a different status quo. That'd be, like, a surprise or something. But instead, he's just like, okay, sure. And I'm like, I don't want us to, and I don't want us to end up, like, having a, I can't say it. Uh, Deux machina. Of- <laughs> that's what I thought. That's what I thought you were to say. I, you knew. I every time I say I can't say this word. You know yeah, let's try bad. to predict the uh, Deus ex machina that's going to kill Salem at the end of the show. No. Yeah, like, um, like I'm like, what, what, what character are we going to encounter in the next 
four episodes that's going to piss me off. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, we're not going to like resolve it. To, so yeah, I, I do. I want to focus more back on the specifics of the episode, but I do. I mean, I like, I definitely agree in general. The, a big problem with the show right now is the overall Salem plot line, the like uh, macro Salem plot line. And this is, is not, supposed to be more combined. satisfying. Like we're kind of at that point, like now Ironwood knows, but it's like nothing's changed. Now Ironwood just knows. Yeah. It's just, I will it's, say it's, I appreciate that. Um, like this whole thing, like I don't want Ironwood to be mad that we didn't tell him. Like it's stupid. So at least we're like all on the same page, and like I don't want Ironwood to be our enemy. Like he's chill; it's fine. Yeah, let's, yeah, we can talk about that. That that, uh, that uh, I just talked about something Delaney said a little earlier, really quick, and the thing yeah. beyond the like Salem stuff, mm-hmm. uh, because like earlier you were talking about like the the um, fauna stuff and how that was like they should dig into this stuff, and that's my whole frustration with Penny this season. Like they have this like Penny; they've been like touching on this idea of her like whether she's real or not, and like let's dive into that. And, like, instead of doing that, we just, like, sidelight her every single time. And it just makes me upset every single time. Because I think that's, like, an actual interesting discussion. And then, like, they introduced a trans character. But that's a whole other angry thing at the end of the season, I think. But they could have gone on with that. And they haven't done that either. Like, it feels like they have this great discussion they could be having after introducing these ideas. And then they just don't do it. And it's, like, it makes me more upset than if they just didn't even talk about it. Yeah, I, I like that overall point that we're making that they haven't delved into interesting things that they're uh, bringing up. Um, Penny, yeah, I agree. Penny hasn't been well handled this season. She's more of just like a in in service of the main plot line, like as like a protector thing. She, like she's framed, and like that's been her main purpose. We like we haven't really justified bringing her back. And then they're like, and then we're like, oh, she has I can't remember his name. Uh, her dad, her dad, Pietro. Pietro. Oh, I did not remember his name at all. She has. His aura. That's stink. Yeah. Holy crap. That's a lot of really interesting stuff. And then we don't talk about it ever. Yeah, that, <laughs> yeah, that was the most interesting thing brought up, but it was it was just positive. It well, wasn't dead into yet. But I mean, like, the most interesting thing to me is like I think the end of the season, like end like end point for Penny is like joining the happy huntresses and them like acknowledging like she's just as much a girl as they are. And I think that'd be like an interesting parallel and interesting to like delve into because it feels like that's where they're going and why, why else would we include Robin in her storyline? Like why else? Yeah. I think that's possible. I don't know if what the show's view of the happy entrances is long. Yeah, no, no, I agree, Dylan. Yeah. I'm saying that they set up all these things and this makes sense. Like thematically, like if you yeah. were like any other show, I, right? I think, I think we got to get Penny away from Ironwood. I think that's yeah. like, I think they'll do something like that, but yeah, no, it, it, there's just a lot of things. They've, they've been kind of laser focused on this Watts mystery, Ironwood yeah. information. Well, stuff. Even a mystery though. Like we, the audience knew the whole yeah, time. It's not recently. Right. It's not really a mystery. Um, yeah, so we we get a lot of information for it. Also, you guys mentioned the heat is off in Mantle. Um, I guess that's sad. I mean, like I did, I, get- I did appreciate that they actually said the line like people are going to die, like the heat's off. So like, yeah. I know that's dumb, but that is something that like I'm like yes, okay. But then they also like steamroll right over that. Like they're like I think that's another really annoying thing with this episode because I thought Robin was going to call him out more. When Jane, like, immediately Ironwood's, like, he's so worried about Amity and, like, them figuring out, getting in to, you know, figuring out all the stuff. And he, and then Robin's, like, you know, tell us the truth. But I'm, like, why are you getting mad at him? Like, our number one priority should be turning the heat back on in Mantle, and it's not. agree. So that's, like, really frustrating. And I don't know if, like, right now, like, Robin was our character who was there to be, like, y'all being dumb. And right now, I think they've kind of eliminated her as kind of like the straight man in this plot. So now I'm a little concerned. 
I think the most frustrating part about this plot line is the fact that they like bring up all of this stuff. They bring up the like heat being off and this being important. And and like and like Robin was mad at Ironwood about all of this. And then she just it's like it's just what about like Jock? Jock's doing worse stuff, but it doesn't actually change any of her problems with Ironwood. Like it doesn't change that. And she doesn't like delve into that. Like I think she should still be upset with Ironwood. Ironwood has been kind of really bad to everybody in the entire country this entire season yeah yeah i think that's back to what we're talking about before her yeah the, the, this has kind of been sidelined her actual problems with conditions yeah yeah uh definitely fair point um we mentioned uh grimmer our charging mantle um we got elephant grim um Woo! back Yay. from volume two apparently uh, they're called goliaths i'm a fan of them um, I don't care about. Grim Are names. you a fan of every um, every new Grim Dylan though? I uh, got say they got the saber tooth. That's a classic. Um, I don't know if I'd say I'm a fan of the saber tooth. I like it. they're fine. And you got the you got dragon Grims. Uh, we do have dragon Grims. That yeah. was surprising because we saw the big one in. Uh, okay, don't even bring that up. I'm still traumatized. The big one, the, the, the big one that's nothing. still frozen to the school. Yep. Um, but the, there's got a bunch of little ones here. That's cool. So, I'm excited about the big elephant Grim. Yeah, I like the Elephant Grim and the Dragon Grim. That's cool. So that's the promising setup for our action set piece through the last four episodes of the season. I and would say. we could still do the satellite fighting on the satellite as it like falls through the sky, Dylan. God, are we <laughs> going to do that? We might do that. We're definitely – we still haven't seen the flying monkeys, Dylan. They have to show up okay, somehow. Stop. Don't you dare say flying monkeys to me. Also, okay, like um, – Yes. Wait, do we have to have a fight all the time in the sky? Because we do. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Okay. Can we talk about how dumb it was? Like, it was like the longest. Like, the dragon attacked the ship. Yeah. And then it takes them like literally like ten minutes to get off the ship. It is so annoying. It's yeah. so dumb. Really, the and dragon for no reason they, they bust out the windshield. It makes no sense. <laughs> it's stupid. <laughs> oh, 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 Dylan, did you love when Clover opened the door? Just okay, okay, we're not there yet. We're not there yet. The framing for that scene is that they all have to jump off, but yeah, it takes a long time. It takes it's a long, long time. And then the thing okay. is, like, we don't focus on anyone except, like, the people we don't care about. Yeah, yep. okay, you guys, you guys are getting ahead of yourselves. Okay, okay. Let's all hug before we start. Okay, okay, Delaney, let's go. Let's start. We got it. You brought up a thing before, though. We haven't even got into it. All this information. Um, cause, uh, Oscar, all the, the telling people about stuff. Cause Oscar can tells. Can we at least talk about this? Oh my God. I'm just going to say what happened. If you guys have nothing to say, we can move on. Oscar tells Ironwood, uh, to tell the truth. And then Ironwood tells them all about Salem. Oh, um, and then, and then we had the whole, you used to talk about it like you were there. Great. I'm glad that we're here. And Oscar and Ozpin are the same person. Okay. Okay. Let's like, set it up first. Lady's <laughs> coming in hot here. Uh, let's set this up. So we have, we'll come back to Rose Garden in a second. But they say, let's tell Ironwoods. Then they get the Oscar goes to tell Ironwoods Salem can't be killed. Here's the exchange because it's very ambiguous. So I want your guys' takes on this. Um, uh, he'd be, uh, Oscar says, he'd be proud of you. You're bringing back the hope that Atlas was meant to inspire. The city in the sky is held to a higher standard. Uh, Oz, uh, Ironwood says, you say that like you were there. And then later, Ironwood says, Oscar, no more surprises. All right. I'm not sure I can take it. Oscar says, you and me both. I, so what do you Dylan, think is going on, Delaney? Oscar and Ozpin are like, either they have merged, whatever the stupid process is for this nonsense, or like... I think this was Ozpin's plan all along because he's a little jerk. Was that he was like, "Oh, I'm just gonna go away," and then me and Oscar are gonna be the same person. It's great. Like I think that's what's happening. So you and think Ozpin is is in the process of taking over? Yes. 
Yeah, which is what we we know is going to happen eventually, anyway. Right. Which but, I think. This but is, here's that. Here's evidence that it's in process. Yes, and I think, and it's one of those things that, like, I wasn't sure how they were going to do this, and obviously it's like gross and it makes me like super mad. But I'm just like, I wasn't sure how it was going to go, and that like Oscar isn't aware of it. So this is fun. Yeah. Um, so I wonder if we'll be getting any conversations soon, or Oscar just slowly going crazy. So yeah, Oscars, you and me both, presumably means he's not aware of anything yeah. happening yeah. behind the scenes. Um, Which I yeah. think that would make sense. But yeah, like last season fair. we were predicting a, yeah. uh, hit, a hit reveal that Osmond's yeah. actually been Oscar the whole time. Sarah, that's probably not what this is. No, well, no, Dylan, I'll, well, I would be so upset if they reveal later, like, oh, it was Ospin the whole time. You <laughs> no, know what I mean? Not, like, I don't think they're they, doing that. They missed their chance for the cool reveal. It's they way did, too late. Yeah. Yeah, so do you, do you agree with Delaney, Sarah, or you have a different interpretation? Uh, I definitely think Oscar Oscar does not know whatever is happening here, and it's really gross, and the show is never going to acknowledge it. Nope. They're never going to acknowledge that this is, like, the grossest thing ever. Um, yeah, but the specifics, I think, are important of, like, um, Oscar's not aware, right, but... Yep. um. Ospin starting to assimilate with him and he's not even aware of it. This is a big deal because we thought Ospin wasn't active at all. Right. Um, oh, that's... I always were like, no, this is just like untrue. Like he's definitely aware. I feel like this is like we thought Ospin might have been secretly in control. I feel like this is the least interesting direction to go with like yeah. a reveal. It's like, oh, actually, Oscar is assimilating. So I guess that's like the whole point of this is like it's starting to happen even if Oscar doesn't I... know. I don't like it because it makes it out for Ospin to be, like, seem less evil, which I, again, don't like. Like, they they keep, like, over-exaggerating the good things Ospin do and, like, making it out to be, like, these are bad things and the characters are mean about it. And then they take the really actually evil things and the characters are like, it's not his fault. And I'm like, this is actually an evil thing he's doing. Oscar is, like, undergoing identity death, like, in front of everyone's eyes and we're not, like, talking about how horrible that is. Yeah, and it's possible Aspen's not intending to do this if he's asleep, right? right? And so, yeah, yeah. But, like, if um, we make this out to he's a good person, like, I will be so upset. Or that like Aspen has any control over it. Yeah. 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 Okay. So at the same, right, I will say, like, it's still really gross, but I'm also like the whole assimilating, like, it's going to be Aspen, like, you know, it's still all up for interpretation. We haven't like. It hasn't happened yet. We won't. Yeah. And the thing is, we only know Aspen and we know Oscar. We don't know like how like you know they assimilate so it's like are they like they're both there like they're one person but they're like like i'm not sure yet if this is really uh, it's so gross yeah but i'm still not sure yet if it's like you know what i mean if it's all one or the other it just feels like it's gonna like it's gonna be like he's gonna oscar's gonna like join like the cloud or like the swarm of other Oz. right like it's like well like oscar is like gonna be a tiny voice in a giant like tsunami of voice. That's the thing I don't understand because it's like obviously this show has taken a lot of inspiration from Avatar and Korra and this is Ospin is that reincarnation idea from Avatar. Well, Avatar does a really good job of like <laughs> you're your own person but you are part of this long line of collective knowledge like Aang and Korra were their own people. And they, and then once they were in the Avatar state or they had access to this knowledge and they were influenced by, you know, like the knowledge of their past lives, but they're their own people. Yeah. Cause you could have good or bad avatars. Like they, what, like they're their own people. And so this is 
a very different, weird, like, I'm not sure, like, and I also don't know how they're intending it to be interpreted, because I don't, I don't know if they're, if they know that this is really gross. Like, I I don't that's know. the whole problem, though. That's consistently the problem. I don't think they understand some of these things to be, like, the worst thing ever. So, I the show definitely has presented it from what we've seen up until now, as the person is kind of subsumed by Ozpin and they disappear into Ozpin. Um, So that's like Ruby doing edgy version of that. Like Ruby tries to be edgy with, so that's the purpose of like not making them their own person. I'm not saying that's a good thing, obviously, but um, it could be different this time. That could be the twist is like Oscar. Oscar is too strong. Yeah. Um, but anyway, let's bring in the, ro- like, we're referencing it being gross. Let's bring in the Rose Garden aspect of oh, it. Oh, my God. Um, pretty tragic that Haley is not here. She's Haley here, should be here. If any- she's the biggest Rose Garden stand. Yep. I think this is the biggest Rose Garden scene in the show's history. Yep. Yeah, there's one scene when they're, like, volume five or something, when they're, like, on a rooftop. I th- yeah. I mean, this, this is more. This I'm is vaguely more. remembering. I feel like this is... I well, inter- the, the reason what makes this more is because we have this outside observer... Yeah, yeah so, who acknowledged so Marrow at the end is like, ugh. Didn't, and Mar- didn't Marrow scoff at Bumblebee earlier, too? Yes. Yes, um, okay. So at least that's Marrow's that. only That's Marrow's only purpose is to get upset at people. To scoff at the children. Yeah. Um, I have a headcanon that Marrow is just ace, and he's just like, why does anybody yeah. want to need a relationship? This is crazy. Yeah, like, uh, everything I can see, this is not good. <laughs> like, yeah. uh, so they basically, they say the same thing at the same time, and they say good luck at the same time at the end. Ruby gives some uh, finger guns to Oscar. As she's that was horrible. Uh, I was like, Ruby, what the heck? I didn't know. I thought she just gave a thumbs up. I didn't no, realize. It's like no, they were finger guns. It's, it's pretty oh. fantastically terrible. So oh, I interpret the scene as, like, definitely romantic flirting. Oh. Yes. Do uh, you agree, Delaney? I do, and it makes me, like, very upset. So we've been discussing, I think, a few times this podcast is, like, I've had a different opinion than some people here that I'm not, I haven't ever seen Ruby and Penny this season as explicitly romantic. I've seen that more as, like, intimate uh, friendship. You know, like, Penny's not really capable of those feelings, but uh, definitely on Ruby's side. Like, I haven't seen that as romantic. I, I see this as much more explicitly romantic yeah. from Ruby's side than Penny. But you don't have to, you don't have to agree, but, like, do, what do you think, Delaney? No, this is... Like, so, and this is kind of in combination, too, with, like, everything else that happens this episode. And this is very, like, one, they've been going very explicit with Ruby and Oscar. It's hard not to ignore because Ruby doesn't interact. Like, from season one, like, you get Ruby and John, and she's like, oh, well, you're a loser. And, like, Ruby doesn't flirt with people. She doesn't, like, Ruby just is Ruby. Well... Then we get Oscar. And Ruby is awkward, but, like, this is, like, next level, like, yeah, flirting, awkwardness. And it's been like this since we met Oscar. And Oscar is the only character who's, like, actually the same age as Ruby. Hmm. And so I think that's a big part of it. But he looks yeah. so much younger. Oh, I, I, think he, I think he's younger. Than, I don't you know. It's unclear, younger? unclear how anyone. Well, he's, if, he's, if, if he's yeah. younger, he's, like, two years younger. Yeah. Kidding, kidding. Yeah. Um, but, like, it's, like, very similar and... The, that, I think that's part of it is since basically since Ruby met Oscar, they, it's been like this. So it's hard not to read this as like, like very much like we've gone kind of like full on. Yeah, we've definitely had, yeah, we've definitely had similar scenes before. Not in a while, but we've had. Right. It's been like a long this. time. I think there's like romantic tropes that are presented with them talking at the same time. I think that's like yes. a classic romantic comedy. Type. And then um, them being awkward with each other. I think that's another classic kind yeah. of uh, romantic comedy type thing. Um, yeah, Sarah, I think, I feel like you're one that saw the Ruby 
Penny stuff is romantic. So do you see this as more clearly romantic, similarly yeah. romantic? Yeah. Yeah, this is more romantic and I hate it and I don't really want to talk about it, Dylan. Okay, well, my big comment on the scene is that um, the audacity of this show to present the biggest, most clear romantic Rose Garden scene ever at the same, within minutes of hinting that Ozpin is in the process of subsuming Oscar yeah. is insane. <laughs> like It's horrible. Like, it's the same I, breath, Dylan. It's not even like within moments. It's the same breath. It's the same thought. <laughs> The, the it seems so purposeful like it's so, like that's obviously the the, i don't get and like that's the thing that really like really creeps me out also like Austin's weird like he's weird he's weird yeah, and so like <laughs> yeah Base level, obviously, like, Ozpin is, like, Ruby's former mentor-teacher person, and so the the power dynamic of, like, Ozpin and, like, Oz, or Ozpin even, Oscar even becoming Ozpin or containing Ozpin, it's, like, unacceptable. Like, uh, yes. Yeah, so that's the base level. And it's really upsetting, too, considering, like, like, it's just, when the show begins, it's Ruby and Ozpin. Yeah, that's the, right. Are they are they doing some grand it's romantic horrible. bookends? Is that what their intention it's really is? What makes oh me, really makes me very very uncomfortable, especially it, since like literally when you're introduced to Oscar, you understand that he is Ozpin, and then like you get that they're two different people, but again with the understanding that they will become one person, and then they keep doing the flirting. They keep doing it. Right. This it's always been weird because it's like okay, this is weird. Why would uh, Ruby's romantic interest be someone that's eventually going to be Ozpin? That seems very odd. In this episode, it does that times 10 because it presents them right next to each other, these two concepts. It seems very purposeful to me. My only, the only thing that really makes sense is that they're doing a tragedy, a great, like, romantic tragedy with Rose Garden. Like... I would be okay with that. It'll be a thing where they they kiss. Would you... Right before Oscar goes away forever, and then the romance stops completely when Ozpin's there. Obviously, they're different people. It's not okay, but it's like it's like John and uh, I mean who I mean Jim and uh, Pira be kiss, kissing right before she dies, right? Like some some like romantic. Clearly, the show likes romantic tragedy. Like that's like I feel like the optimistic scenario, right? Like yes. is that they're, yeah. this, they're just presenting this tragedy? My prefer- my preferred would be like this didn't exist, but unfortunately. <laughs> Because the, the other option is that um, this is like some grand romantic thing. And it's not obviously Ruby's not going to date literal Ozpin, but it's like Oscar's strong enough. His personality's there. Ozpin's also there. They like merge. And then that character is still Oscar. And then Ruby and Oscar date. Like that's the worst case scenario. Like I feel yes. like that's the other option. And that's really bad. And Dylan, you're not even talking about like the even further part of this because in the flashback episode last season we learned that people with silver eyes are children of reincarnations of Ozpin. right also it's incestuous right like yeah, it's on top yeah, of everything too. <laughs> i mean it's like that doesn't who even really cares in the grand like i feel like the uh, him being much older uh and also from the interactive yeah, before you know, and that on top of that somehow like, oh somehow um so uh okay I'm 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 that's my detached analysis like uh like I hope it's they're doing that's my like well, I'm not me like I'm not emotionally kind of like I love the character Ruby I think I love Ruby and Weiss 
Oscar as a romantic interest for Ruby is very boring and I hate it. And like, uh, that's like my personal opinion. Like this is a, like, I can't like, why are we just doing like, why are we doing this? Anyone wait, wait, else? What if except- I fix it? Yes. Okay. So this is Please. my, this is not going to happen, but we're going to pretend. <laughs> so what if, so people, silver eyes, children of reincarnations. What if it's like this deep familiarity and then it's like, and it's not, and like, they don't get it either. Like, they're like, I don't know, but it's just like, we're close. And it's like, like, just kind of more like a familial bond. Like, they, like a connection and like, it's Being like. Siblings. Yeah. Or something kind of like that. Like this more like, Ospin's obsession with Ruby is because, and like, Oscar is kind of infatuated with Ruby, but he doesn't like it, but it's not like, it's more of this, like, this deep familiar bond. Yeah, like that's cool, but that will never happen. Exactly. Like, they, they Luke and Leia, and it's like, oh, we're siblings, actually. Yes, actually. Oh my God. <laughs> but they, but it doesn't, there's exactly no reveal that happened. would make. There's no reveal that would make sense. But uh, like, yeah, no. I, I. But the problem is they are t- doing this romantically. Um, yeah, like, I this agree. Is, like, it's cool that Oscar is Ruby's age and like, or is around that. Um, but it's just like the, this is not uh, interesting. This is the worst possible. Like, I, the thing is, if you imagine things, you're like, how could this get worse? Honestly, like I would hate it if more if it was Jim and Ruby. I like actually would hate that more. Like I like Oscar better. Um, but I know it's less problematic if it was Jim, but emotionally I can't do it. So uh like they're two terrible options. I mean uh, they're wh- both for me, they're about equivalent. Why not Penny or Because Lewis? I like, like Oscar. Why? Oscar's great, but like I the creepiness is like intense. Why not Pennywise or Cube Ruby Ace? Like, why not like uh you know, like it's it's the scene is it's not if you isolate the scene it's not bad like it's they're, no. just, they're just flirting but it's just like it's bad because it's it, the, there's so many better <laughs> options it's like why and i don't like this why and then it's right next to the creepy husband stuff like right yeah. next to it yeah uh, i think i think it, 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 it given context of the show this is like the worst scene of the episode yeah like yeah. uh least enjoyable like- at least and it's also like the biggest Ruby scene. Like, like she only really does stuff in this episode in the context of Oscar. So that yeah, sucks she too. Does. Um. Okay, I think that covers it. Uh, I can't. I, I thought we were done. I thought we won't move past there. I thought we realized Rose Garden was good and we we're done. Yeah. Bad, bad, and we we're done with it. Nope, it's back. Okay. That's like fine. they they sent off Oscar with Jim, which I thought was like the biggest like power move for like Jim's the like eternal bachelor now, and so is Oscar. And I'm like. Oh, I guess that was fa- false. I guess. Yeah, um, I don't know. I, I let's let's see what they do with this. This is not a good sign. Nope. Okay, the other stuff we let back that ship scene. My biggest thing with the ship scene is why is everyone suddenly flirting with each other? Just at least being yeah. really intimate with each other. Yeah, it's really it's weird. so dumb because like this entire show is like, no, we don't do romance except there's our really tragic Jim and Pira, and then. But now we're like, oh, everyone's going to flirt with each other right now. Yeah, so let's go through everything. That That's Marrow in the background. Let's also, go through, I do um, want to say, like, really irritating that they do very, like, bare minimum effort for their straight ships. And then they, like, bend over backwards to, like, make their gay ships, like, explicit. But then at the same time, they don't give us anything. Um... Yeah, let's. It's it's like Norn Norn Ren hold hands. We talked about that. Um, I mean, like that rose that rose garden scene is pretty basic romantic tropes, yes. right? Like, yeah, yeah. It's like uh, there's. 
I do think some Bumblebee stuff has been basic tropish, but it's always yes. like uh, purposeful and specifically placed. It's like, okay, this right. needs to be here to justify like, I it, think that's, that's what's so – and like I get why, but it's so irritating that like we've been so careful here and there. And then in this episode, we're like, nah. Yeah, it's it's such a it's such a like I don't think they're intending romance with a lot of the ones we're going to talk about, but it's just like it's such a weird change for the show. Yes. I, think, I think how yeah, I think that's what it is. It's very jarring. Very jarring. Um, so yeah, then uh, with the hold hand, and then Blake and Yang just look at each other. Um, any further comments, Sarah? About any of the flirting or about just- Bumblebee? That's it for Bumblebee. I, I, I got really mad earlier. I am still really mad. Okay. I am really mad that they looked at Nora and Red and they didn't hold hands too. But like... Yeah, they're like trying to do the parallel, but then they yeah. didn't mimic the parallel. It's very yeah, strange. They had the perfect opportunity to mimic it and be like, yes, this is just as valid as the other relationship happening I, over here. And like, I think that's what they're still trying to do. But they but didn't like, do it! They but why, yeah, why not? <laughs> it's just, I don't understand. I'm so mad i like i am infuriated this didn't happen like dylan i feel like i'm going crazy that i like recognize these basic storytelling beats and then they don't do it like i feel like i'm going insane and i'm like is this not normal storytelling no i mean i i post that was my immediate reaction to the scene like too it's it's uh i i and there must be a reason like that's all i can say about that or, no, or is it there isn't thing? the reason is that it's going too fast they can't do it dylan they don't want to go too fast i <sighs> So here's the, like, the, the, the overall picture with Bumblebee is, um, it's, it's been, la- they should have romantically culminated them last season. Yep. Like, okay, fine. They just killed someone. Maybe let's take a minute. Okay. We should do it early this season. Okay. We didn't. Sure. Um, we, they talked, they get a talk. They don't talk about, they only talk about plot. I hated that. Okay. Yep. Here we are. Um, they, they still- do, they do relationship stuff only when they're not allowed to talk. They like dance together or whatever. Yeah. Uh, they give out, they give looks this episode. We have four more episodes now and, um, they better explicitly culminate them or I'm done. Uh, that's, uh, that's my position. Yeah. I agree. Like, I think we're at the point where, like, like I think we've joked about dropping the show before, but, like, this is actually getting to the point where I'm just, like, actually really mad about this because they're, like, this is getting to the point of queer baiting. Even if it does happen, like, isn't this queer baiting because they're making us watch every season and watch every episode for it to happen and it's just not happening. Yeah, well, I mean, I queer, think, baiting, I think, I think, the queer baiting, I disagree on that. Like, we haven't reached it yet. <laughs> But I mean, like, it's, it's, it's okay. This is, we'll, we'll, we'll do it. We'll discuss this for sure. I think it's, it's, it's if queer bidding is if they don't culminate it. Um, so I think like they're probably, fi- I mean, your mileage may vary, but I think if they do it this season, it's, it's fine. It satisfies it. But, um, I definitely, I definitely think we're, we're queer baiting if they don't because of some comments by staff and Rooster Teeth that yeah, they, if they don't they, do it this season. They don't do it this season. So I, th- I, th- I actually think it's like textbook. Um, okay. Yeah. So like if it, okay. If they do do it this season, I still still think it's manipulative at the least is what I'm saying. Because right. they're like, I don't know. Yeah. They, yeah. because like every, if you watch their Twitter, they always tweet about all the like the rep in their shows and like almost nothing else pretty much. But if you actually watch the show, the rep isn't really a big part of it. And like they keep like touting it like, like they tweeted about fair game last week. And it was just like, this isn't real rep. You're just, like, trying to, like, you're making whatever show you want and then, like, tweeting about all this, like, big gay stuff you're doing. And it's not actually happening that way in the show, in the text of your show. Yeah, and there's, like, there's this, a disconnect with how they're presenting it. They're yeah. just, they're trying to tweet about, like, what the fans are reacting to most, but it's it's not the right way to handle it. No, um, and I'm yeah. sorry. I'm just mad about, because I'm still mad about the trans character in The Huntresses, and I'm going to be very mad if she does not have, like, 
a thing in the season about it. Like she definitely will not, but I'm waiting before I get really mad about it. Yeah, I think that's that's fair, and I agree that will be really bad if not presented. Um, yeah, no, just it just uh, Bumblebee. Like I do think Bumblebee is a big part of the early this season, and um, they they continue to be a focus, but this episode they're pretty sidelined and they just yeah. look at each other. And uh, yeah, it just doesn't make any plot like interpersonal character relationship or narrative sense if it they don't actually do, do this them season. soon. Yeah. yeah, I'm reserving judgment for this end of the season. Yeah, I still think there's a the chance they do do it, but um, I'm before at, you heard me in the podcast earlier. Like I was earlier in the season, I was 100 percent it would happen. Yeah, it was going to happen. It's down to 75. Yeah. Or, oh, I'm yeah, a lot yeah. lower than 75 percent, honestly. I'm like down at like two percent at this point. Like I just don't think it's happening. I think we're pushing it off more. Um, yeah, it, I'll just feel very betrayed if they don't do it. Like. Uh, in a way that the show hasn't really. I mean, like, the show's done some pretty bad things. This is, like, uh, just presenting something, promising to do it, basically, then not doing it. I mean, it's, it's like, in line with the show putting off things for forever, but it's, it's that's not an excuse. Um, so, we're, we're, like, that's my number one story, is, like, Bumblebee Watch heading into the last four episodes, as it has been all season. But um, other, I guess we're on still on the ship scene. We, uh, we got to talk about those other sh- new ships, right? The hot new oh, ships we have. Yeah, the new VTOL's really nice, Dylan. Um, it crashes, right? The yeah, it's really on. cool, though. Okay. Uh, Elm is, uh, holding on to Crow and Clover. Yes, yep. that was interesting. Yeah. I didn't think that, uh, that, I I don't think that's supposed to be romantic, but I was like, whoa, that was my reaction. Well, it was, like, very much, like, like. What is happening? Well, it was, like, it was a hug. Like, it was, <laughs> like. It's, like, uh, something was... happened between you three before? No. Um, yeah, I was, um... like, what's going on? <laughs> it was very we... strange. So we have uh, the scene. Clover opens the door behind him without looking, and the dragons behind. Um, uh, that's classic Clover scene. Uh, shut up, Clover. You Dylan, suck. That's, Dylan, that's my reaction. Dylan, I love every moment Clover's on screen. He's like, just think of you. And I watched this scene specifically, and I was just like, oh, Dylan's going to hate this. And well, I, I will say that's another thing is that they are. So I think it, it's, like, irritating, but also it might be a good thing. Uh, they are definitely playing Clover and Crow, like... But what if, again, like, they thought it doesn't happen yeah. this season? Like but it's it, probably... It's, it's, I, that one, I confidence, won't, won't happen, right? No. Like, uh, yeah. And I don't think... I don't really care about them not happening this season, because I think, like, they're killing somebody off. Like, I don't know, like... But oh, if like if they if they don't happen and Bumblebee doesn't happen, but Ren and Nora kissed earlier, really, yeah, like, that's yeah, that's, that's nice. gonna be bad. Yeah, um, so I don't. Yeah, I mean the the thing with with Grover, Clover and Crow is if they don't mention their semblances, I'm good, and they didn't mention their semblance this episode. So but no, uh, Clover's semblance was definitely mentioned with the dragon thing, Dylan. It's like lampshaded because he just jumps out or something. Well, no, he just and... doesn't care about the dragons. He knows his, his semblance. Right, to yeah. Take care of it. So that that well, that's the him being cocky innately is referencing his semblance. So I just can't like him. Yeah. Even even though I actually find him charismatic and fun, but I hate him despite that. So no one has a crush on Clover and he's mad about it. Yeah. Uh, basically, right? Yeah. Like, it's. I think that's what's the problem. Clover's a good person. Like, like he's hot character. and cool, but like, screw him. <laughs> Dylan, like, this is why Dylan's <laughs> mad. Like, <laughs> stop if, he it. Just did, if he was exactly the same character but didn't have the semblance, like, all these things kept happening to him, but he just didn't say it was the semblance why it was happening. Like, Dylan he was, like, he was just like character. a. He was just like a cool James Bond type. Like that's great. Just don't have the stupid yeah, semblance back great. again. Dylan has a question. If you just had a different it. thing, if you had a oh different semblance. Um, yeah, the, the, at the end, Crow, Clover salutes Crow, and uh, 
Then he falls backwards off the plane and crows like, show off. So that's gay. That They're was gay. so that was gay. Yeah. gay. You're, Sarah, you ruined this for me by bringing up that this is like tinted by Clover's semblance, but I actually like this scene. But now that you mentioned that, he, the only reason he's like falling off and Crow's annoyed by that is because he's good luck. Like, oh my god, stop. Yeah, I yeah. hate it now. Yeah. Okay, no, no, no. it sucks. That's exactly what's happening. It Dylan. sucks. This is just so one note. Okay, it, okay. I mean, like, Dylan, Dylan, Dylan. I'm sorry. I need to bring something before you pass Clover because after watching this episode and like going over what we have left in the season. Clover is definitely getting stabbed by Tyrion's poison, just to like mirror Crow in the previous season. I guess, I, I guess my good luck ran out. Or like, no, right? he's gonna yeah. protect Crow. Like that's what's gonna happen, Dylan. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 And I feel like we called this when we talked about things that could happen with the two of them. Is like, um, uh, I thought, I thought I was, I thought I was the bad luck one. And then they kiss before he dies yep, or something. Correct. Like, um, yeah. No. Um. By the way, when I say I hate it, uh, I'm being. Uh, uh, tongue in cheek like I, I do think the semblances are genuinely very stupid and bad storytelling but I find their interactions fun in spite of it so um, it's more of a playful I hate it uh, to be clear um, anyway uh, the other the other romantic thing is uh, Elm and our new new hot ship Elm and Hare um, Elm says uh, Harriet don't stay too long yeah thanks for the tip but it was like really flirty the way they said it also it doesn't make any sense because Crow and them stay longer it's dumb and then she, in response, she punches out the windshield and leaves. So but then, mad. but then, but then, <laughs> yeah, right. The girl and Clover is still there. Yeah. Uh, Delaney, what do you like? The hair, hair, and Elm. Huh. I like barely know their names. I don't really care. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you care enough about these. <laughs> like, I know I like, all their names because Dylan refuses to learn them. I think. Like, I just don't care. Like, Harriet's <laughs> fine because like her and Ruby are cute, but like, I don't care. I don't care. Yeah, Elm isn't much of a person. Yeah. Um, I mean, Sarah, she's, cool sh- she's like huge, but like that's it. Okay, yeah. So are you are you shipping Harriet and Elm, Sarah? It's another gay ship that won't happen. But I mean, like they're cute. Like I mean, like this is just a classic, like big gay, small gay thing. Like that's all there is to it, though. They're nothing characters. Yeah, I, I, I was like, um, I, I interpreted Elm with uh, Crow and Clover earlier as uh, something going on. So I was like, whoa, Elm, a lot of a lot of stuff happening with you. Well, that was yep. my reaction, but um, no, they're they're good. But it's like, uh, why, why now, why this? Yeah, like, yeah, why, why any this? of this? <laughs> this show's really got. This season is a big uh, pivot from no romance to a lot of romance, or at least flirting and stuff. And only yeah. The, the yeah, I'm not. I'm this this ship scene was fun. I think this was probably yeah, the funnest fine. funnest like, scene of the episode. I, like, I'm okay with these teasing scenes if the gay ships actually happen sometime. Yeah, you're right. Like, it's definitely it's dependent on stuff happening. Yeah. Yeah. Like they were they were like they were talking on Twitter about how like um originally in like the scene with like Robin and Wooloo at like the like rally thing, originally Robin was gonna lean down and say thank you and they thought that was too romantic. Like it was just not right for the moment. Oh yeah, also have Wooloo and Robin. That's another show. Yeah, like yeah. they're totally gay and they totally haven't happened yet either. Yeah. Um, I think that may, I think it does make it worse if Bumblebee doesn't happen if they have all these like teasing other side character ships and they also don't do anything. I think that, I think it just makes it worse. It makes it so much worse. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, a Crow and Clover is the only one that actually has a chance of doing anything, um, in the last four episodes other than Bumblebee, like in terms of gay ships. Okay. I don't know how I'll feel, Dylan, if, if fair games have fair game happens but not bumblebee like how right, do, do, does that make anything does it make it better we'll I think don't about know. it I don't know <laughs> probably right it probably that. makes it a little better it's like we're taking our time on bumblebee but here's this other gay ship that did culminate it's like okay i think he feels i feel so upset that i'm not gonna just be purely happy about it because like i like their ship a lot other than their semblances 
But why is this going so fast compared to everything else? Um, yeah, it's going very fast. They've done, I feel like they've hooked up already, but they, they have good. off screen. It happened. Yeah. Oh yeah. All the time. They're already like, they're already like sleeping together off screen and Ruby's oh, yeah. just, Ruby knows I bet. Uh, Ruby's like TMI uncle. Stuff yeah, like no, that. Yeah. yeah. No, um, she's totally just like uncle crow. Like, I know you're dating him. You just have to, you don't have to like hide this from me. Um, okay. Well, more fanfic on that later. The, uh, <laughs> So that's that scene's fun. Um, there's your f- requisite fair game discussion. Um, it's like every episode too. It really it has a scene like, last episode. They're it's so hard, and it's not going to happen. It's Everybody's gonna, so mad. Yeah, uh, Whitley is sad. Whitley is sad. That. We talked about that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I don't know what we're doing with Whitley. Is this it? Is it just like it, this? Might be the last we see of him and and mom. And that I could would be say it. in this season. Right. I mean, he could come back four seasons later, but, um, if this, again, if this is the last we see Willie, it's like, okay, just, we just brought him back as we had to and we didn't really do anything with it. The concept of like Whitley's just upset because you left him with us. That's like a good, again, it's a good concept, but we didn't dive into it. Like, okay. As someone who was abused as a child, this is so frustrating that they bring this up and then they don't go into it. Like, it's just like, why? Why? Right, like it's it's something Whitley might actually feel, but it's like it should be talked about, right? Yeah. <laughs> Within, yeah. Why uh, are we Why are we just like mentioning it then moving on? Like these are the actually interesting things we could be talking about in the show, and that we just don't talk about them. No, we gotta go fight the Grim. Yeah. Okay. And I like the fighting. I'm happy. But, I'm happy about. Fighting and we. The but why were we fighting when we were doing the boring Watt stuff? Why were we doing yeah, the, the fighting Watt when stuff there's the interesting issue. character yeah. stuff happening that might actually be interesting? Okay. So we'll see if we see Whitley again. Neo and Cinder. Um, I can't tell you how I, I, I think Delaney expressed upset because the scene was random and I agree. I can't tell you how happy I was to Dang. see Neo and Cinder. In this episode. I was so relieved because this is just like, I was infuriated that they wrote them off. Dylan, this season. Dylan, I was so upset when I saw them because I saw them like, Oh, I know what Cinder's doing. And I'm like, Oh, that's why I hate Watson Tyrion because I have no clue what they're doing. Like, I see, I see Cinder and Neo, and I'm like, oh, they're trying to get the mated, because Cinder has clear goals, unlike the other villains in this show. Yeah, uh, already more interested in what Neo and Cinder are doing yes, than Yes, yes, 100% yeah. more interested. So Neo was the servant that came up, like, once in the episode or something, and then she, like, uh... It'd be, I think it would be cool if they seeded this throughout the season, if this was, like, someone we saw in Shnee Manor Dylan. in multiple episodes, but it wasn't. Like, it was just this episode. No, what I want, Dylan, is, like, a bunch of flashbacks, and, like, we see Neo, who Neo was in every episode. <laughs> <laughs> Neo was this person. It. Neo was, yeah. Well, the, all Neo these was random everybody. Games. Neo was the person that got married, m- murdered by Tyrion. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. Uh, I she want, actually I want wasn't you to be everybody. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, no, no, but you would honestly, like, find that scene to be absolutely... It would be very funny. I would I'd be up for that. Um... That would be much more funny than the stupid humor scene from last episode with Team Ranger. Uh, yeah. Uh, yes. yeah. I don't, I didn't get to the part of the podcast if you guys liked that or not. I hated that scene. Uh, the Neo, Neo transforms and she's Neo and she looks the same. Cinder comes out, uh, and has on a new outfit. And we'll talk, get back to that in a second. Her Tell outfit me, is dumb. Wait, okay. <laughs> I guess Delaney, fight me. But one second. Tell me you found, uh, what you've been looking for and then Neo smiles. So something that happened this episode triggered Neo. Like, was something they wanted, or you know, like Team Ruby I, I went out looking, and started again, fighting the maiden. The maiden, yeah, maybe Neo figured out the maiden stuff. I don't know. Like, I think because Cinder wants the maiden powers, because the maiden stuff's not at Shnee Manor, though. Granted, I okay, think, oh, wait, no, no, no that's well, what Cinder want to kill Cinder... Ruby. 
They also want to like kill Ruby. Yeah. And so like, maybe hate, Ruby's in the open now. Well, they hate Ruby and also they hate Watts and Tyrion. So she might also be like, oh, we're going to kill Watts. Oh, man. If Cinder was like a third party in this fight, that'd be incredible. Like, I just want like Cinder versus Ruby. I think, I think they will be. I think they'll be involved. Anyway, back to the main story here, which is uh, Cinder, Cinder's new outfit. Yes. Um, most important why thing is it dumb, Delaney? It's just dumb. Like, I don't like it. I it's her leather it. eye patch that crosses her entire yes. face. Agree. The eye patch makes it is the thing that doesn't fit. Thank you. Okay, that's it. Look. That's what that's what I hate about it. It's just the eye patch. Cinder went full goth, and I am here for She's it. She's a she leather looked, eye patch. That's she looks incre- incredible. Patch. The best look we've seen from Cinder all show. That's my take. Oh, I was like, up to her hip. That's it. That's her look. It's fine. She. It's fine. It's a fine look. But like, that's all her look is. Look, I'm just saying it's working for for me. Okay, like this cinder is uh, like, okay, no, and that's no. fine. I'm just here and I'm drooling over winter. It's fine. <laughs> like, okay, it's, it's, it's okay, a very winter... divisive outfit. If our if our Discord's any indication, okay, okay, Dylan, I'll say this: I don't hate the outfit, but I'm like not like fully on board like you, you are. Just I'm just hate like, yeah, your it's an outfit. That's it. It's like yeah, eye patch. I could like I would burn that eye patch if I could. Like I want her to like dramatically pull the she eye patch off at some point in the fight, and her have like a grim eye. Like I want that to happen so bad. It's, that's plausible. Uh, it, 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 it's more than plausible, Dylan. I need it to yeah, happen. Why? Cinder got a whole new ensemble. Maybe she had it last season. I don't remember. I don't think so. I think she um, might have had part of it, but like she upped it. Ne- she, like, Neo's in the Neo's in the same outfit. That uh, we talked about. That outfit's definitely working for Neo, but she she's kept on it. Yeah, I guess because she's disguising herself. Oh my god. Time. Okay, can I talk about Neo now, Dylan? What do you want to say about Neo? Because Cinder like says something to Neo, and Neo does, like, her, like, signature eye roll, but no yeah. one can see it. Like, she's doing it to, like, herself. She's doing it for her own benefit and no one else's. And, like, I don't know if I love this or hate it, but it's, like, Neo. This is what Neo does now. She just rolls her eyes at things. She rolls her eyes at the camera now, I guess. She's, yeah, she's d- Jim. Like, she's, she's Jim. Not she's not our Jim, Jim like, now. Jim from The Office. Like, uh, yeah, she's, she's, that's yeah, yeah, like, not Jim, Jim not, our, not, not, a established secondary character on this show, Jim. Uh, Jim from The Office, yeah, and, uh, she's, she just reacts to the audience now. That's all she yeah, does. Yeah, I guess she does. And, like, I love, like, this scene is the most Neo scene ever, Dylan, because we see her become someone or unbecome someone. We see her roll her eyes and we see her acknowledge her hat. Like, this is the most Neo scene that has ever existed. Um, bringing them back into play is fun because, uh, they are ostensibly opposed, not online with the, with the, uh, Salem team, but at the same time, a lot of us think Neo is going to betray Cinder. Oh yeah. I, I, I'm, I would love if she betrayed Cinder because then that's actually an interesting villain. Yeah. So, uh, I definitely hope this to join team Ruby. Yeah. I think the long-term Zuko, like clearly. Right. I mean, she's, she's. Is that a good or a bad yell? Well, no, 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 no. I'm saying this is like in line with the rest of the Avatar stuff, where it's like a worse version of. She it. has a eye thing. You yeah, know. she can't. She, well, Cinder can't be redeemed. She just wants. She to, can't. She's just gonna ruin like Salem's life, which is fine. Oh man. Yeah. So I a very. Uh, I hope that they're not just here; that they're involved in the action in the last in the last four episodes. I I think I'm fine with holding them off until now. Like, it really caused me a lot of emotional distress, but it's like, it's, it's only because I had no faith that they would actually yeah. bring them back here. Because they, they write off characters for seasons all the time. This one, they couldn't, they can't do that after they set them up last season, because then they'd be setting them up for nothing. But, 
Uh, you know, that means you're. I think like that means like they wouldn't do it. Like setting them up for nothing. No, I thought no. That I thought that they would set them up for nothing because this show does stupid things yeah. all the time. But yeah, actually, it's good if they are here and do so. If they if this was it and they're just like in this and then maybe the finale, then it's bad. But it's not as bad as not putting them in there at all. But um, I don't know. Get it? Get yeah. Need to be in the action. A lot of interesting betrayal kind of in yeah. things in play with them here. Yeah. So and. More op- more optimistic now that we're past the Watts reveal and we are uh, have Neo and Cinder in play. I'm actually kind of optimistic for the last four episodes. If me I too. think they're all going to be fights. There's going to be fights and nothing else. Well, remember, yeah. So this is what we do in Ruby seasons. We all we always forget about it, but they end the season with like a three or four part finale because they do have like action set piece that um, has like two parts to it last, last season, I think the last three episodes, and then it transitioned to a last episode, big grim thing. So I, I do think we're kind of in the finale now. Like, okay. So does this like, like what are the big like finale fights then? Like one of them is definitely like Robin and Tyrion and Crow, but like, is the other one going to be like Ruby versus Cinder or something? Like, is that going to be like a big deal fight this season? Um, and Ironwood said he was gonna, t- he was, he'd take care of finding Watts and Tyrion. Yeah. Um, while currently Team Ruby's going after Grimm. I think the, it could, it could switch into anything. I think like, basically. A we lot might of get a Winter versus Cinder fight as like a maiden fight this season. That'd be fantastic. Like, yeah, I yeah, would yeah, be the, down for also, that. Also, right, like in the last four episodes, the current maiden's gonna die and Winter will get the powers or someone will get the powers. Yeah, right? someone like is going to get the powers. Happen. Yeah. We might see, like, I'd be fine if Winter does it and we just give more power to Cinder and she becomes like even more powerful. Let's Cinder's just trying it. to be the Avatar. Yeah, she is. Because she's the Zuko. only one that's like genre savvy. And she's like, why does has no one ever tried to do this before? I think uh, Miles and Carrie and everyone just watched Avatar and were like, you know what would be good? Avatar Zuko. Okay, that's Cinder. Basically. That's yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, it could be cool. We'll see what they do. I think I think basically anything, any, anything could happen here. And there's Elephant Grimm. That's cool. Oh, my God. Like, so much, I, I can't even, I, I, I just, like, I just want cool fights and people being flirty that I want being flirty and, like, actually, like, resolution to their relationships. Like, we could have gotten, we could have gotten Bumblebee kissing over Adam's dying body, but we didn't last season, so we missed that opportunity. Like, we need them kissing over something else now, Dylan. Like, what, like they need to, like, kiss over, like... Tyrion would be almost as good. Tyrion's yeah, no. dead like, body. If it was just a pile of dead Grimm, like, I'd be what fine. If, what if Bumblebee kisses while holding Tyrion's detached tail after they kill him? Do it. That would be literally calling me specifically out, and I don't know what to think about that. I think you would uh, You would just uh, t- have die on this. I don't know. Like, I don't or know just, how like, I could even... Or ascend into heaven like, like immediately I, upon seeing that. My soul would leave my body. Right? Yeah, that's what I'm trying like, to like, say. I, yeah. I, I don't know what I would do on a podcast about that, Dylan. I would just be like... I would be screaming the whole podcast as if I don't already. Yeah. So look, all of this, it's possible. All of this is possible. We, and Tyrion's definitely dying. So that's good. We oh my God. For that, Tim. I, I yeah. can't wait for the crazy death scene. I can't wait for Crow to murder Tyrion. Um, yeah. Uh, Crow, it's, it's Crow, Crow, could, Crow could also die. One of them's dying. Dylan, no, no, no. It's going to be Clover. Clover's dying yeah, for Crow. Probably, Crow yeah, could not yeah, die as so. long as Clover I think yeah. Okay. So we're building up to our early February finale. I don't know. Has it been confirmed there's this many episodes? That's why I saw on Wikipedia. But no, um, I don't think they've announced anywhere how many episodes. I'm not sure. I think we're just assuming it's 13 like they didn't even last season. Last season, how many episodes there were? They just kind of like implied there were 13 <laughs> episodes last season. Yeah, it didn't. Maybe actually... they said it to RT first members or something. I wouldn't know. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> we wouldn't know. So uh, I, I do have a VRV subscription. Let's remember. Okay. I do. I got that. I'm 20... RT first. 
RT. You are you actually have RT first right now? Yeah. Wow, I'm impressed. Okay. You watch. You got to watch Genlock. Yeah, it's yeah. So yeah, it was worth it for that. It not for it. I'm, I, and I'm if, probably gonna watch Nomad and Nowhere too. Yeah. Okay. I don't know anything about that. I've show, heard but, there's gays. Mm. Uh, I don't know. Okay. One you of the main so. characters is a lesbian. So. Well, okay. okay. There's uh, there's some actual like stuff in Genlock. There's like actual queer stuff. It's good. Plenty watched it. Oh, I watched, watched it. I've watched all of Jim Lock. Oh, I, I, whatever. This, this is Plenty's much- caught up on a lot of stuff. Okay, final thoughts, Delaney, on Ruby, though. Uh, this was fine. I'm glad that we're we're, we're getting somewhere. I am. I I agree with you, though. I am excited for the last couple episodes. Like, I think I'm. I am. I'm really excited about uh, the finale. Nice. And by the finale, you mean the remaining three to five episodes? Correct. <laughs> yeah, that's how it works. Okay, three to five. That's I think I can we say with conf we can say with confidence three to five. Uh, final <laughs> thoughts, Sarah. My final thought is that I'm still like building up to a bunch of rants, Dylan. Like a bunch of them. Good. Me too. Me too. Like, like, but there is one specifically that I keep hinting at that's like boiling under the surface constantly, and like I'm already ready to decide. Like I've already decided that it's not happening, but it's like I have to wait. I have to wait till it actually is confirmed not happening. But I'm like, I am going to be so mad in the finale, Dylan. Just so mad. Mark down that finale pod. That's going to be a, a good one. It's going to be like a. It's going to be literally like a ten minute rant because I'm so upset about it. Look, there is a lot of th- like we're we've been patient with a few different things here, so uh, we're waiting for the finale. Like, so I'm, not, I'm not being patient. Like they did the. <clears throat> I, I can't. I can't yet. Not yet. Not yet. Look, you look four, four, three to five more weeks. Okay, <laughs> three to <laughs> five more weeks. I'll just play into all the problems. With this type of representation, and I'm very upset. Okay. No, we know we understand. I'm very what you're talking mad, about, Dylan. So we understand. You mentioned it once or twice. Okay, I've uh, mentioned it like every podcast since it happened on Twitter. Okay, thinking um, on Twitter, um, at Ruby Twitter. Wow, uh, it wasn't even Ruby Twitter. It was one of the crew members tweeted it. Like you, they couldn't even do it on the. Oh, main that's account. what you mean. The tweet. Yeah, 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 yeah. We know. We know. We know. I, I know, Dylan. Okay. I'm just bad about um, it. Still, I'm still <laughs> mad good. about it. That's the right mindset for Ruby podcast. So I think this was a good one. Uh, let us know what you thought of all of the things we're mad about. Um, it's a lot of, uh, a lot of mad discussion relative to what I thought was a better episode for the show, but, uh, it happens. <laughs> it happens with Ruby. So let us know. Overlyanimated.com. Come, come talk about with us on our Discord, overlyanimated.com slash Discord. And uh, subscribe to us to not miss future review podcasts everywhere. YouTube.com slash overly animated. Support us via Patreon. Patreon.com slash overly animated. Thanks to our current patrons, especially our patron of the podcast, Andres. And thanks as well to our patron executive producers, Ryan, Steve, Alex, Beatrice, Hugh, Michael, and Needle. Um, back for Ruby next week. Probably I'll be hosting that one. And I don't think we have a title that I saw yet, but I haven't checked. So looking forward to it. Will the Bumblebee kiss happen next week? Probably not. That's the only thing. That's what we're we're looking for. Um, Yeah, I don't see a title yet. Um, Sad. Okay. We'll be... Thanks for listening, guys. We will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.